0: Hello,
1: and welcome to Married Married Muggles,
0: Muggles, the podcast where we, as a married couple, read the Harry Potter books together.
1: My name's Aaron, and I've never read the books before.
0: And my name is Elise, and I have read them multiple times.
1: Join us on our reading journey by listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you like to listen to podcasts. Please do us a huge favor, rate, review, and subscribe.
0: Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Married Muggles, or send us an email at marriedmugglespodcast at gmail.com.
1: If you send us a question, comment, or unknown spell via email or social media, use the owl emoji at the beginning to let us know you're sending an owl.
0: Thanks so much for listening,
1: and enjoy this episode of Married Muggles.
0: Happy post-Thanksgiving.
1: Happy pre-Christmas.
0: Christmas. christmas christmas
1: welcome to married muggles again hello hope you all enjoyed um a long weekend if you had one
0: mm-hmm. had a good thanksgiving mm-hmm. ate some turkey mm-hmm. either celebrated socially distanced or safely with other people
1: hmm. and uh just enjoyed some some time off yeah it's raining today
0: which always puts a damper on things
1: does but we got our christmas tree up decorated it
0: it was very cute watching lydia put the ornaments on the tree
1: (laughs) it was i think a lot of people are just being extra festive this year because we all need some more cheer yeah regardless of the holiday you celebrate hopefully you have some cheer around to look at even driving around at night although there's not a whole lot of driving going on no (laughs) <laughs> it is nice to see all the holiday decorations and, and lights up and everything. Now we just ugh, need some snow, I guess. Yeah. But we're getting some much needed rain right now.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's nice and cozy in the house right now because we've got our Christmas tree lights on. And our we always, um, when, well, during December, whenever we have the Christmas tree up, we usually have the lights on all day because <laughs> usually one of us is home. So it uh, just adds a little nice... Cheeriness And again, Lydia loves it. She loved decorating the tree last night. She was very cute. And um definitely, you know, at two and a half has her own little corner of the tree that she <laughs> tended to put ornaments Far as on. As she could but, reach. Yeah. But it's very, very fun. She loves all the ornaments. So it's and really And no cute.
1: broken ornaments, just one slightly bent one.
0: Yes. <laughs> she, I, had, I used to play lacrosse in high school. So I have this ornament that's like two lacrosse sticks crossed over each other to make like an X. And she thought they looked like scissors so then she tried to bend them to be scissors
1: yeah and she's like a she-hulk so she is so it's very funny well here we are again. We yeah. are almost at the end of the Chamber of Secrets. We're we're I covering chapter, which chapter? 15. Is? 15. That's actually what I thought. Yeah. And there are Maybe only... next
0: episode we can do like a few chapters. That'd be pretty
1: nice. We say a lot of things, but we we've do. recorded twice in the past like 4 months, <laughs> so we should <laughs> sizable bite-sized <laughs> chunks. So yeah. this is 15. We have 16, 17, 18. So only three more chapters of this book. Yeah. So I'm guessing we'll be watching this movie probably over Christmas break. I requested off the time between Christmas and New Year's this year, which is nice. This will be the second year I've done this now.
0: Right. Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah, because I feel feel like two years ago when our friends Darcy and Tyrell came up and stayed with us with their daughter some time off, but... Right, but I don't think it was the full.
1: But kind of getting used to being able to request the time between Christmas and New Year's off now. It's pretty nice, and... Yeah. I'm in a sales role, so there's not a whole lot going on between Christmas and New Year's.
0: No, I used to work at a company called HubSpot, and I did technical support. And I the last two Christmases that I was at HubSpot, I requested the week off between Christmas and New Year's, and it was the best idea yeah. I could have done because it was just so slow and dull during that time period. So it was nice to have time yeah. to just recharge, relax, and like, well, you know, heck, come Well, heck, we could
1: in. do an episode a day. Wouldn't that be something? Get a nice backlog going. <laughs> that front would be log? nice. I
0: don't know.
1: What's a front log? I don't know. Front loading? So, well, it is, I would say, the weather is suitable for the chapter. It is. The I believe the chapter title is Aragog. It is Aragog. And it's about Aragog. And this is the worst chapter in the whole series. <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool.
0: I hated it. <laughs> I'm with Ron. 100%. <laughs>
1: So this Fall is what away. we'll dig into. I do think we have one owl. We have though.
0: one owl from our dear friend Mr. Matt. So oh, the owl just flew flew from the Christmas tree.
1: All right. What do we have what a here? Sweet Let's
0: sweet little owl.
1: Unravel this little Aww, scroll. Oh,
0: cute owl.
1: <laughs> Lydia was pretty much on demand doing any not just animal impressions, but any impressions. Yes, she's great.
0: Um, so, yeah, so this is from our friend Matt over at Peace Love Grapefruit, the podcast. And he was saying... And this was actually information that I, we were talking about in the last episode about petrification and paralyzation and, like, what happens with the students who are petrified. So he was saying... The students aren't necessarily paralyzed because paralysis can mean that the person is alive. Not to say that the students are dead, but they are petrified. So more than paralyzed, they've literally been turned to stone, which might account for the months of no eating, no bathroom, etc. So they're like
1: okay, like stone. I, I missed I missed the petrification because yeah, gotcha. Wow, um, yeah, because like petrified wood, right? Same thing. It's it's. Just like oh, I don't know what the, what the science is behind how something becomes petrified. But uh, either way, this is magic. Right. And then also, so
0: we were also talking about the whole Cloak of invis- Invisibility and getting into the um, Southern common room and everything. But uh, Matt pointed out that Harry and Ron still wouldn't have really been able to get in, even if they had the Invisibility Cloak, without Malfoy. You know what I mean? Like... If they didn't have Malfoy help them get in, or some other S- Slytherin student like opening the door at the same oh, time, or leading them back to the common room.
1: If you're patient enough, you could just follow somebody from Slytherin to the door.
0: Right. But then they would out. have also had to like get out somehow, and they would have had to
1: know where to go. Well, I think the main and point, wait point of, of that. Malfoy. I think the main point, though, wasn't so much that. It was that they needed to ask the right questions to Malfoy. It's not yeah. like. Yeah. What are their names? Crab and goil, crabbing. I was gonna say club and glug, <laughs> just to kind of get the point across. That's but, accurate. But <clears throat> there are other points, like I said, if I leafed through, yeah, you know, the first thirteen chapters or whatever, there must have been some points where it would have been helpful.
0: Right. I think. I think for what they used the polyjuice potion for, thinking about it, you know, kind of a little more, I think that it was the right move because I think they could actually get the information they wanted out of Malfoy, you know, without having to, like, wait around forever sort of thing. Because, like, they could have used the invisibility cloak to go into the common room, but A, would they have even gotten Malfoy? B, would he have even been talking about it? Right. You know, so, yeah. But, that's but there just, are definitely other instances say, where... Right,
1: that's just one example. All right, so here we are. This oh, this chapter...
0: See you later, Owl. Thanks.
1: Oh, whoops. Wow. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Shoo. Here, give me that.
0: Thanks, Owl.
1: Thank you, Owl. Here's your mouse. Bye-bye. It's funny because we have mice in our attic right now, and I've been catching them on the daily, so plenty of owl snacks. That's what we should call them, owl snacks. Owl snacks. (laughs) Got another owl snack. Uh, Well, okay, I I just want a quick, I'm going to open the book. Sorry for the noise and see what happens right before chapter 15 starts, because I don't remember for the life of me, or the death of me. Oh. Ah, this was right after they got out of Hagrid's hut. Right. Hagrid said, follow the spiders, Yes. feed the dog, Right. and then Dumbledore said something about loyalty, and they've not quite figured that out yet.
0: Right, right. They clearly will figure that out later. Indeed so yeah so it's the chapter opens up with harry kind of noticing that hogwarts isn't the same especially with hagrid and um no one can visit anyone in the hospital wing any of the petrified students in the hospital wing because Madame pomfrey is like not taking any chances especially with dumbledore gone she doesn't want the heir of southern to come and try and finish off the students who are already petrified which i get like you know if you have a deadly creature just up and out around the castle
1: sorry folks just spilled some boiling hot tea in my hands (laughs) ouch managed not to curse
0: just (laughs) silently (laughs) screamed (laughs) okay
1: um so now i feel like being petrified would actually be pretty safe if you know you have a cure like there's i mean there are video games there are D D things about like Become you turn to stone. I guess if you like shatter though, that wouldn't be good, right?
0: Ouch! But Harry and Ron keep trying to follow the spiders. Ron kind of reluctantly, which again, totally agree. (laughs) Um, and they can't seem to find any anymore, which you know, just because like it seems like all the spiders have kind of dried up, and it seems like, and because they're all traveling in groups, which this would be so annoying to have to always travel around the castle in like large groups
1: definitely with a teacher yeah i hate supervision (laughs) i don't want to be watched (laughs) seriously
0: but um yeah like i just feel like that would be so annoying especially if like you know you're just constantly with the same people like beforehand they could you know kind of interact i think with other others in different houses and stuff like that although we don't really see that much but still like you can have that a little bit of interaction but Instead, you are just stuck with the same people all the time.
1: Yeah, kind of like now with quarantine. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. Now, because are they still taking classes right now? Yeah, in the school. Okay, so they're taking classes at least. Right.
0: Yeah, because Malfoy is getting real uh, cocky in potions class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's being super pompous because his dad got rid of Dumbledore.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and he kind of, you know, because he's everybody in Slytherin apparently is safe. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's feeling, like I said, feeling kind of big-headed.
0: Right. Well, and he's, like, buttering up Snape and saying, like, oh, you should apply to be headmaster next, and Snape's all like, what? What do you mean? Being all coy, but actually kind of enjoying that. I don't think Snape gets a lot of compliments. (laughs) Rightfully so. I think because he's only really liked by the Slytherin students, which is, like, a fourth of the population in school.
1: Well, he may not even be liked by the Slytherin students. You don't even know.
0: It's true. Malfoy likes him. But we do get in when Harry is in herbology. I'm dropping the H. Because I would usually say herbology. But it's yeah. herbology. That's what I thought. Right? I think so. Ernie does apologize is to it Harry.
1: Ernie or Hernie?
0: <laughs> it's Ernie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ernie apologizes to Harry for suspecting him. Saying that he knows that Harry would never attack Hermione, and it's nice because like Ernie was friends with Justin, Harry was friends with with Hermione, so they can kind of bond over the fact that both of them have friends who were petrified and everything. So, so I think that's helpful for Harry. Like I can imagine that would be.
1: I know. Thank goodness Hermione got petrified. (laughs) Harry's probably like, oh my gosh, finally.
0: Right. No one thinks that I would petrify her.
1: So I actually don't remember. I do remember. Harry and Ron, right, don't they sneak out to Hagrid's hut?
0: Yeah, so they, yeah, because while they're in Lockhart's class, he's just being a a dodo brain and is saying, like, that the culprit's been caught and Harry's, like, that's not true. So he writes the note to Ron that they need to go out that night. Gotcha. And follow the spiders. Because he, in that class, I think it was, he notices the trail of spiders. And it looks Uh like it's going to the Forbidden Forest. Uh And Ron's, like... No. <laughs> but he looks over at Hermione's empty seat and he's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so yeah, so they go. Again, they're using the invisibility cloak, which is so nice.
1: <laughs> right, because right, nobody's allowed to go outside of the school at this point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's funny. I can't remember if it was when they come back to the school or leave. They just talk about the big squeaky doors. Yeah. Like, couldn't you just use some oil to get rid of some uh, squeak?
0: Well I mean do they just have well they could probably use a spell, like a, like an oil like oil spell. Oil spell. Spell. Yeah. Oil spill spell.
1: Oil spill spell. spell. Spiel spell. So okay. So they do end up going out to Hagrid's, which which is like is his house just like dark and cold now while he's gone and the dog's just in there?
0: Yeah. Which is so sad. Poor it's Fang. Sad.
1: Fang. Yeah. Fang. But Fang's excited to see them.
0: Right. Yeah. They feed f-
1: him treacle fudge i don't know if treacle <laughs> fudge is good barking. for dogs <laughs> i don't either. <know. laughs>
0: they do to get him to stop barking i think it's funny they leave the invisibility cloak in hagrid's hut i know like i get it that it's dark in there but like
1: don't you think it might come in useful in the forbidden forest right they've already been there they know it's dangerous ron kind of- hasn't
0: harry has
1: Oh right, Harry right. has, but it's called the Forbidden Forest for a reason. Right. Yeah, I agree. That was kind of silly. Yeah, just, just like this whole book is just total gross misuse of this invisibility
0: glass. <laughs> and it's just gross.
1: <laughs> and it's gross.
0: The book is gross, but um, yeah, I like, oh, yeah, I I was like, why not bring it just in case? Like, cause what if you like hear something and want to hide? I mean, again, I know that the Forbidden Forest is dark. But, like, just for that extra protection of being invisible. Well, it's not dark
1: if you're using a flashlight spell.
0: Right. It's like, <laughs> hurt the dirt. <laughs> so. But they they find the trail of spiders, and they follow it for a while. And then all of a sudden they can hear this noise in the woods. And it sounds big. It's breaking branches and everything.
1: Well, so they follow them for a while, too, right? So They're like right. a half hour. Right. End of the woods. Which... I don't know if you've ever gone for a walk in the woods, That's, that's but deep. you can get out there and it's very easy to get lost in a half hour in the dark in the woods. Right. And they're, and they're also just following the spiders. They're not following a trail.
0: Well, they're following the, t- cause the spiders are on the Forbidden Forest trail that ha- Hagrid knows oh. about for a little while, but then they go off the trail and Harry's like, you know, Hagrid told him never go off the trail. If you're going to be oh, in the Forbidden gotcha, Forest. I, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, if you're ever going to be in the Forbidden Forest, don't leave the trail.
1: Gotcha. Well, the trail, <laughs> the trail makes it easier. But still, even at night, yeah. knowing whether to go left or right once you get off the trail. Yeah. But yes, they start hearing a noise.
0: And it turns out it's the car.
1: <laughs> yeah, which, like, I barely even remember. I thought, right, didn't they crash into the Whomping Willow? Mm-hmm. I thought they just would have retrieved the car. How I mean, did... The car just, like, pieced out. It did? Yeah. Did they actually write that in the book? I think so, yeah. Didn't they? What a strange place for the car to hide out. <laughs> I know. Why? And
0: I like that, like, they, they uh, Harry notices that the Forbidden Forest has, like, made it wild. <laughs> so yeah, that got, was like, a cool description. So it's got, like, scratches and that was moss. And...
1: Moss lichen growing on it. Yeah,
0: I thought that was really cool. Like, because, I mean, so my um, parents owned an auto recycling yard for 20 plus years. So there were definitely some cars in that yard that were wild you know and had like stuff growing out of them were super old especially because it was it was an old yard and it, my dad wasn't the first owner it was a retirement project for my grandparents and they like refurbished it from a another family member so cars can get pretty crazy looking <laughs> when Yeah, just the, left
1: it almost seemed like the car had bonded with the forest
0: yeah it
1: was Which really kind of cool. neat i don't know why it stayed there and didn't go back home or I know. Maybe it didn't want to get Mr. Weasley in trouble.
0: Maybe. So it just, like, left left itself there. Yes, yeah, so they, they lose the trail of spiders because of the headlights. But then... This is the worst. These, like, giant spiders pick up Harry, Ron, and Fang, which literally sounds like nightmare fuel. (laughs) Like, just imagine. I mean, maybe, maybe that wouldn't bother you because you don't. You no,
1: I don't want spiders that can lift. I don't want anything lifting me up without my permission.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But like, just thinking about being lifted up by a giant furry black, eight-legged, eight-eyed spider is. The worst i I would just i think i would just die of shock
1: i don't know i think i think most people would well i don't know if you'd die from shock but you probably pass out from fear
0: something i would not want to be conscious for any of that
1: (laughs) i don't know i don't know
0: and like so while he's up there being carried by the spider he can see that the ground is also swarming with
1: spiders yeah just all different sizes yes. kind well actually no it seems like just one kind of spider but yeah. just different sizes i mean what do you expect oh it's just but, so bad so they carry them down like it sounds like they're carrying them down like a hill like yeah. not quite a valley what do you call that like a dell it was um, like a
0: hollow is what they called it hollow. Yeah, yeah, i guess hollow. i don't really know what
1: a hollow is
0: yeah i mean i've heard of like sleepy hollow but
1: me too but that's... i'm not really sure yeah. what it is what the definition is but right they take him down and we find out that you know they're bringing it down to aragog's lair
0: right one thing that i find was kind of lacking in the book that i think in the movie they did a good job of is ron because in the book you like harry's just concentrating on what's happening but in the movie you also see what's like Ron and like what's going on with Ron and Ron's the, the actor who does Ron does an, an impeccable job. I feel <laughs> in this part and the actor himself is also like terrified of spiders. So you can only gotcha. imagine that he, he knows how to like, <laughs>
1: that's true
0: how to act, you know, terrified, interfere. Right. So I, I do love this. I like in the book, I kept waiting for more description of like how Ron was acting or if Ron was saying anything. And,
1: well after the spider incident you get a better idea of how scared he is (laughs) right but okay so they take him to aragog right right you kind of see it coming it's a giant spider an even bigger spider
0: the size of a small elephant that's terrifying
1: yeah it's a big spider but it sounds kind of cute it's got like ah so it's got like gray hairs and its eyes are all clouded over like kind of reminds me like an old black lab
0: I don't mm-hmm. feel the same. Old yeller. Nope. No. I don't feel the same at all.
1: But the whole reason why they're here, right? Going back, Hagrid, you know, for some reason had this pet. And we mm-hmm. find out from Aragog that he, f- he bought it or he was given it from same thing. Kind of like the old dragon okay. egg thing.
0: Right. From a traveler.
1: Traveler. He came in right, a pocket. And then took the spider. And I don't know if Hagrid knew at that point that the spider was going to. Unless, did like all spiders in this wizarding world just not stop growing until the size of an elephant? Oh my God. Or is it just a probably just a certain type? I can't imagine the yeah. traveler would just. So, but you find out the story that obviously it's not the creature from the Chamber of Secrets.
0: Right, right. Yeah, because Aragog is saying that he's never attacked anyone at the, at the castle, despite it being his instinct, because he did it, you know, because of Hagrid, and he mentions that the body of the girl who died was found in a bathroom. So that's a clue that we didn't have before.
1: Correct. Kind of the whole point of this trip to see the spiders.
0: Right, right, exactly. That's kind of like, what. yeah, the the main takeaway. But the creature that is in the castle is one that spiders fear above all others, and they don't speak of it. I thought that it was interesting that Harry kind of picks up on this parallel between this creature and Voldemort, and how, you know, like... The spiders like fear you know can't even say its name sort of thing they don't speak of it and how he's noticing how that's very similar to how wizards treat voldemort they don't like to say his name they always say he must not be named or you know who Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so kind of making those connections which Uh, is interesting uh, i'm
1: still curious to hear why it's feared more than any other thing by spiders right i still want to know how these spiders can talk
0: (laughs) they're magical (laughs) magical (sighs) spiders
1: so, but right, and then after that, Harry and Ron, they think, oh, well, we're friends of Hagrid, so we'll yeah. be safe here. But
0: <laughs> Harry's like, all right, we're just going to go, and
1: Aragog's like, I don't think so. Which makes Aragog a pretty terrible friend to Hagrid.
0: Yeah, because it's like, okay, these are Hagrid's friends, like, you know.
1: Yeah, but, but I guess it makes for a more interesting escape.
0: Right, exactly, yeah. So thankfully the car comes to the rescue and, um takes them to the edge of the forbidden forest and i I like how well they get into the car and ron like just throws fang in (laughs) which like fangs like a mastiff so this like 12 year old boy's just like like full of adrenaline enough that he can pick up a mastiff and just chuck him into a car I loved that. So, and then they, you know, drive out to the Forbidden Forest. But I like how once they get to the for, the edge of the Forbidden Forest and they can see Hagrid's hut, Fang is like later and runs to Hagrid's house and like won't come out.
1: It was pretty good.
0: Cause, uh, yeah, Fang's, Fang's a coward.
1: Fang, well, Fang's a good
0: boy though. He, he is a good boy. Came with the way
1: into the forest, I know. even though there are big spiders and right. Probably just hoping you get more treacle fudge.
0: Probably so good fudge is good i mean i bad been...
1: though that that's all they've done to take care of fang so far just give him treacle fudge, him treacle fudge to shut up right <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what else he's been eating or the house must not no. smell very good no probably not i mean somebody must maybe filch is letting the dog out and all oh, that. maybe yeah but also yeah. kind of freaky to think that right now isn't hagrid at azkaban yeah he's like a tough hombre he's a tough dude
0: yeah it's like he's such a sweet kind like soft-hearted person but there's definitely a part of Hagrid that I think is just, like, tough as nails.
1: Well, because right when Harry... One of the first times Harry sees him, too. Or maybe it's... I can't remember which book it is. The beginning of this book? where What's the the place in Diagon Alley where, like, all the bl- bad stuff is? Oh, Nocturne Alley. Yeah, that's the yeah, beginning of this what's, book. What's Hagrid doing there? Getting so.
0: flesh-eating sl- slug
1: repellent. <laughs> Why does he need to get it there? <laughs> mm-hmm. So... Yeah, unfortunate how long Hagrid has to stay there. Well, we'll yeah. see. I don't remember how long.
0: Well, we don't really know all that much about Azkaban at this point. So,
1: it's a prison. Right. I know enough about prisons. Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is wizarding prisons. So it's, like, even crazier probably. But we will find that out in the next book because it's called The Prisoner of Azkaban. So. I'm
1: excited for that one because it was my favorite yeah. movie. It's
0: Yeah, it's my least favorite movie, but it's one of my favorite books. So, it's really, we'll
1: really good. So, right... They come back again. This chapter is pretty short, actually. It it's is exciting, yeah. but there's other than the going to see the spiders and right. getting the information. There's not a whole lot of character development yeah. or anything like that. It's just Ron and Harry trying to figure out what can we do next. So right. they got their clue without Hermione. <laughs> without Hermione, which is a challenge, and they got their clue. Yep. Yeah. So obviously they're gonna go check on Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, they don't know that yet because, like, you know, they they get back to the. It takes them a while to figure that part out because they get back to the um. To the hut, and Harry goes in to get the cloak, and he comes out to Ron like just blowing chunks into the bushes. (laughs) Bushes.
1: Which that's intense. I've never imagined being so scared that you throw up. It's pretty. It's pretty hardcore.
0: Yeah, like, but that that's like his biggest fear is spiders, so. I can imagine it.
1: <laughs> well, I just like thought about what's well, funny. You just said biggest fear and you know, I was, I don't know my, but I think alien abduction would probably be my big, because when you said that, that was the first, like, I just thought what would be the scariest thing that could happen to me that might make me throw up out of fear. <laughs> and I think that might be, it, or like an encounter. Or yeah. Something
0: like that. I don't know. I don't know what mine would be. Probably being picked up by a giant spider and then being carried into a den of giant spiders.
1: That would be pretty bad.
0: I would be. But again, I think I might just die of shock.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's really it for the chapter.
0: Right. Well, yeah. So, But I mean, like, when they come back, they decide that what, again, they still don't really pick up on the Elizabeth Warren Moaning Myrtle thing <laughs> quite yet. Because they get back and they're like, man, all we found out is the Hagrid didn't open the chamber. So they... Go back into the Gryffindor Common Room. Granted, it's this is like really late because they don't even get out into the Forbidden Forest until well after midnight, they're saying in the beginning of the, or like oh, in the, middle right. of the chapter. So it's probably like three, four in the morning. So Ron just like is done. He passes out immediately yeah. in oh, his clothes. It's, yeah.
1: It's early. I mean, they said they walked in the forest for a half hour. Mm-hmm. And I think once they saw the spiders. It didn't yeah. Take too long
0: Yeah. That's true. I don't know. But still, like I said,
1: any time after midnight. Right. These days is a long time.
0: Um, and Harry stays up thinking, and that's that's when he has the thought about Voldemort and how this creature sounds a lot like Voldemort. And he's about to fall asleep when then it occurs to him that the girl who died in the bathroom might be Moaning Myrtle. So he gets Ron up, and they're both just kind of like, "Oh my gosh, what if it is?" Like, you know, I think that Moaning Myrtle's kind of the type of character who just. Throughout this whole book, has just been kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. So, I don't think that they want to interact with her very much, which is a shame because, you know, they could have asked her questions ahead of time, especially just like putting, you know, kind of like basic math, like this happened with the Chamber of Secrets 50 years ago. How long has she been in the bathroom for? Does anybody know? You know, like, I don't know. Or just asking any of the ghosts, like if any of the ghosts have seen anything or remember what it was like or have any insight. But they never Well, the only that.
1: ghosts that we're really familiar with are Moaning Myrtle, nearly had a snake, who's petrified. Yep. Which again, how does a ghost become <laughs> stone? Maybe and, it's like
0: stone vapor. Uh,
1: <laughs> and then stone dust. And then peeves, which yep. they're not friends with. No. I don't know. And then we
0: know of the Bloody Baron, who's the Slytherin ghost.
1: Right. But they don't seem like they're very... I mean, a bunch of ghosts showed up to that... <clears throat> Event for nearly had this, but they came right. from all around. Is this just like a reflection of how British people treat sad people with Moaning Myrtle?
0: I mean, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Like, you know, when somebody's sad, you usually try and figure out why they're sad. We know she's in the first book. Right. I guess everybody just thinks she's sad because she's dead.
0: <laughs> Probably. I mean, yeah, all she does is cry in the bathroom, which, like, you know, again, it's kind of a, you know, downer. You know, if you want to go in the bathroom, just like (laughs) do your thing, and
1: someone's crying constantly. I guess if you're annoying enough. Yeah. Yeah, She's also very reactive too. So like, even like you ask a simple, it can be tough. I I get it. She's not very approachable. No. Just a thought. British people don't like sad people. They don't like fat people. (laughs) J.K. Rowling doesn't like sad people. people. Right.
0: (sighs) J.K. Rowling girl mm. but yes yeah, so I'm glad they finally come to this realization like maybe we should ask Moaning Myrtle this you know, girl in a bathroom that we've been brewing a potion in for
1: a month Like, mm-hmm. well you're right though ghosts would just be such a good source of information yeah but I guess maybe the problem right is you've got ghosts like Peeves who isn't trustworthy you know nearly headless right. Nick, you could probably talk to yeah, but you may not want to ask Moaning Myrtle too many questions because she might just get tell people. I don't right? Know. Who knows?
0: Yeah, but that's where the chapter ends with them figuring out that.
1: Yeah. So again, it was a pretty you know I'll call it an inefficient
0: chapter. Yeah, I would say that.
1: But again, I always like to kind of get inside everybody's head. So like now, Harry, it's kind of over because even say that Peeves has stopped calling him. Yeah. You know Potter the Rotter Right you know at least that's done with but you've got this whole other thing it's kind of similar to well the election's over but you still got this whole other thing the pandemic (laughs) it's kind of funny
0: right yeah some parallels
1: but you know (laughs) uh, now uh, i mean i'm expecting from the next chapter i forget what it's called i think it was actually called the chamber of secrets yes i'm expecting an, an interview with moaning myrtle right coming up i do not remember from the movie what happens so it'll be a surprise
0: A surprise indeed. What did you think of the chapter? And again, it was pretty, like you said, it was a very efficient, not a lot of like deep thought. Well,
1: it's interesting from the movies. I I remember a lot of what happened, but in the movies, it's harder to connect the dots as to why things happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're not going to forget giant spiders from a movie, but I didn't remember that at this point Hermione was petrified. I didn't remember at this point. That the reason why they're out there is because Hagrid told them to follow the spiders, or that that's where they got the information about Moaning Myrtle from. So it's kind of cool to connect those dots. Yeah. It's interesting to see Ron and Harry acting independently from Hermione. Yeah. Just because they are not as thoughtful and careful and cautious, but they still get the job done. They're the the get-the-job-done duo. Right. Might yeah. Be, might be messy. Right. Might not be well thought out. Again, <laughs> Harry forgets his though. cloak. Like, so le- percent. No, time. doesn't even forget it. He leaves his cloak in the mantle. Or no idea just... why. Because he's dumb. They forget to feed the dog. Oh, poor Fudge Fang. Let's
0: call him Fudge. Poor Fudge. We can poor call him Fudge. Fudgy. Poor Fudge. Fudgy Fang.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, other than that, I think I'm more interested about Moaning Myrtle. I want to see if she's got any information
0: yeah I know and that's like the nice part I mean you've again you've never experienced the books before you've experienced the movies but the books definitely give a much richer experience for the stories obviously because there's just so much more to them so it is interesting and, and like they can just pack more information and more right you know things into a book than they can a movie right so
1: excited to uh, what I'm really excited for is to finish the book and read the movie. This book's taken us a long time.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: And, you know, it's just so hard cuz sometimes you read one chapter and you can get an hour and a half conversation out of it. And then this one, you know, it's shorter. Yeah. So we'll just we just need to tamper with it, figure it out. And again, unless you folks don't mind short episodes. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of nice. Just one chapter each time. It also makes the reading a little bit easier if it's hard for us to do the reading. In enough time and do the podcast it's probably just as hard and if not harder for other people who don't have that motivation so mm-hmm. maybe we just keep going at this clip this podcast will take eight years <laughs>
0: that's fine i know well like i've talked to some people who you know you know friends of ours who listen to the podcast and um you know they've said like oh like you know you're done with the first book and it makes me sad because it makes me feel like the podcast is going to end so much sooner but i mean definitely if we go at this clip like you said <laughs> Just doing one chapter a week it will take us years to do so we've got which a is lot of material and you know which what is
1: good. who knows how long this pandemic's gonna last maybe we'll just stick to one chapter and i mean today i have to go back to work soon but to be able to come upstairs and have a quick lunch and then record a podcast it's kind of yeah. nice this might work out yeah this is pretty good because
0: into it forces us to kind of have like a little more uh succinctness definitely to our conversations too yeah yeah but
1: well real quick real quick uh, birdie bots for the day you got one
0: Mm.
1: other than just the flavor of what you ate for breakfast (laughs) it's definitely what it is
0: (laughs) mine might be like a cup of cocoa which i have not had today or like no more like a tea like an herbal tea
1: gotcha it's
0: just like it's really dreary outside it's really wet and rainy but it is cozy in here, Mm. so it's a good day.
1: Excellent. Yeah. We were talking earlier, I used to do landscaping, and it's raining out today, and one of the gross things to do is spread bark mulch on a rainy day, so my flavor today is bark mulch, Mm. which probably wouldn't be too bad of a flavor. Bark mulch smells nice.
0: It does, but it it tastes good. Me
1: neither. Well, thank you folks again for joining us for Mm -hmm. another episode of Married Muggles.
0: Yep. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. We don't do Twitter. That thing is the worst. (laughs) So (laughs) follow us there and tell your friends about the podcast if they also like Harry Potter. And other than that, have a good one.
1: Enjoy. Take it easy. later.
0: Stay magical.
1: Don't get petrified.
0: Don't do that. Bye-bye.